0: Hi and welcome to Mokta Talk Series. We're connecting with Zaiba Jabbar, award-winning director, commissioner, independent curator, moving image artist and founder of Air Visions. Zaiba is interested in the democratization and accessibility by how we experience art outside the white cube. A curatorial project, Air Visions, is an investigation into how people in the margins are using technology to create art outside of traditional formats making space for themselves through the experience of expanded moving image enjoy this talk and he's connecting now yay we've managed hello hi we're here finally nice to see you Yay, yeah, you've made it yes. <laughs> thank you everyone for bearing with us
1: yes thank you sorry you can never rely on tech it seems <laughs>
0: How are you? <laughs> um,
1: I'm okay. I think I'm trying to just stay calm in the this crazy time in history that we're experiencing um sort of very um yeah, very extraordinary times. Like what
0: can I say? Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. It's been now uh, over 10 days in my flat I I barely went out to grab some food but so far I'm um, I'm trying to do the best I can to to keep positive about things although it's very difficult but you know it's it's very refreshing to have these chats every day and meet new people um via an online chat and having everyone joining and sort of coming into the conversation so it's something that you know I do look forward to during my day so thank you for joining thanks for inviting me yeah i just wanted to know more about your project and your background as an artist because i've been following you and i've seen your uh, projects also at kadafi in miami and in other exhibitions in london and, and abroad and then, all that your background is in uh, video directing and you're also a curator. But if you wanted to also share with everyone what your background is and how you got started with their Visions.
1: Right, okay.
0: Um, I will,
1: I guess I'll just give you a bit of a, yeah, so I mean, a short summary um, of my practice. Um, and I'm really in a very reflective time right now as well um as, as i'm sure everyone is um like i don't have a typical curator background um my uh, well i actually studied graphic design i did um, at, at st martin's and then um and I, I guess now looking back like the disciplines that i was studying were at the time um Uh, audio visuals, um, illustration and animation, uh, photography, advertising and then more uh, classic graphic design and I think I sort of from that course I ended up getting into directing so I started um, working as a video director and then I guess now looking back I would call it expanded graphic design was my (laughs) kind of what I was doing in a way I was I was trying to like I guess kind of reformat what i was what i'd learned or what i've experienced when i was studying and um then and and also being responsive to the times as well because that that that, um there was this shift from sort of digital from film sorry to digital Mm -hmm. and, and 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 being able to have access to um to like there was this whole kind of like community that self-shooting community that arose out of um digital slr com- cameras becoming accessible for people so then, then was i was one of those people that actually managed to get and managed to save up and get a camera and it really helped me to frame the world around me through my you know myself through, through my own lens um and then that led me to, to getting into directing and working with bigger sort of groups and communi- uh, different, different teams of people on a more commercial level. And I feel like this kind of commercial element uh, is, is really, is, and also this kind of like interdisciplinary approach and how that uh, informs my practice as a curator, I think, is really um Relevant uh, to contemporary culture and how we perceive, uh, or how we experience um, digital art, essentially. Um, So I guess so. From so, so sort of jumping from when I was directing, I kind of I was just very frustrated with how white male dominated the industry was, (laughs) and I think as uh, a woman of colour, I really ended up just being. I, I, I was I was solitude actually. I was kind of fascinated by all of the work that I was experiencing on uh, my smartphone, and that exactly. was in, through the microclimates uh, um, of um, social media and, and the art, the visual fodder that I was uh, I was I was an um, artist that I was um, discovering in this very strange kind of um, you know Instagram famous kind of. Um, world, um, which was so detached from the real world, I was like, I was really mm-hmm. perplexed by it. And and um, then I guess, um, so I wanted to kind of try and also why was it a lot of the, the people that I was following um, were actually women or people on the margins or people from, yeah, from underrepresented groups, you know, this kind of accessibility and democratisation almost of self, because self-publishing was... It, you know, there's this al- element to it um, that I found also quite fascinating. And and um, so I decided to try and transfer that, what I was experiencing, to, into more of a sort of live IRL setting. And then I sort of launched um, this project, which is my curatorial project, Her Visions. Um, and so Her Visions, um, I guess my manifesto is more about... Um, it, well, it supports and promotes non-binary and female-identifying artists working in new media, but specifically the intersection of art, technology, and culture. Um, and I guess, like, it's also about trying to understand, like, it's her visions. Now has been going for like four four years um, in diff- different formats, which these formats are evolving responses to my environment and our society. So I don't really know where where it's going to go in the next um especially now. I mean, I feel like um I I I've been um obsessed with sort of like digital culture and I guess uh the sort of the language of the internet and <laughs> and that really informed a lot of my Actually, a lot of my um, video work when I was directing, I was really interested in this kind of like post-internet aesthetic. And so a lot of the artists that I worked with then are now kind of um, are, uh, have, you know, they're actually very um, established, were emerging at the time, but now are very established. And, and also in this growing community of digital artists, I think is very, it's a, you know, it's a very inspiring, um, sort of movement of 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 new work and and new sort of formats of of working um but like yeah i'm really also just wanting to uh, it's her visions i guess really is about an investigation into how people are using technology how are they um and you know, and how are they sort of making space for themselves um, outside of these like traditional formats of moving image or traditional kind of industries, I guess. And and it's really like manoeuvring around that. Like, I guess that's what I've always been um fascinated with is kind of um you know trying to yeah trying to I guess always kind of um I guess trying to make the best of what I had in a way mm-hmm. um, or what I had what I had access to and I find it really fascinating to see how other people uh um how pe- other people operate with what they have access to and that's why it's really important to represent and support underrepresented people and yeah, artists course, yeah. and um yeah, as the people on the margins, like myself, you know, like I feel that this um, also a very personal narrative there. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, like a little bit of a background <laughs> yeah. on what I do.
0: And, um, Thank and you for, <laughs> for the introduction. Yeah, that was um really good to to learn more about yourself you know where you came from and the reasons that brought you to to start uh, visions i i was quite interested to ask how did you find um did you find accessible at all merging art and, you know, the, the directing part of your, um, formation, for example, you know, how did you find it? Was it accessible enough to learn about augmented reality or, um, virtual reality? And how did you find it to merge with the more traditional practice of directing, for example?
1: Um, do you mean, I mean, I guess, um, let me kind of. Do you mean in like a specific situation how I sort of did that, or or, or how? Yeah, I'm but also about, about
0: was it easy enough for you to access the technology and to learn about it and to merge um, such cutting edge edge technology into the art practice? I guess.
1: Um, I I think so. Okay, let me think about this. Now, I so. A lot of the stuff that I've been work that I've been doing through um, Pervisions, my whole curatorial practice, is about understanding what's happening or responding to um, to the landscape or the contemporary digital art landscape. And so, with the with the augmented reality face like face filters um exhibition that i did for example which was um at the tate modern which is about part of the the tate exchange and it was at the the lives of net art (laughs) program that they did that was really just in response to the fact that not that augmented reality is a new was a new thing but it was the fact that it was it was all of a sudden accessible to people because of because um, Facebook had created um, a program in response to Snapchat's Lens Studio, which these are tools that people can use to create um, augmented reality that is accessible on their phone. And Mm -hmm. I think it's like, so for me, it was just really a reaction to, so I did find it, I guess it was just more um, a sort of natural response to what was happening. And I I, I could see, again, these, Kind of um, systems and also, um, yeah, for, formats of of how accessibility can it's, it, you know it drives um, creativity, but also. Especially, uh, uh, you know, in response to a specific time, like now, when we're having mm-hmm. to be to rethink, um, I'm really kind of trying to absorb everything that's going on, and it's, it's a minefield out there. So, um, and and trying to kind of like think about how that could. Spare and some another project but I, I mean the, the, the connection with direction I think was the fact that I could see I, I understood how digital film went to digital and then like digital is like from going on your smartphones like augmented reality on your phones like th- these kind of these connections I guess I'm always kind of thinking about so I think it's just um, having that experience and um, and I think um, yeah, the directing does weirdly kind of connect to curating in a way. I think, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm not sure if it's directly connected to augmented reality.
0: Mm-hmm. But and maybe, how, it was, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. <laughs> could sure. be. Yeah. And how do you find like the 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 way people are now engaging with art? Do you think is happening more through Devices such as mobile phones or computers, or do you think is it still needed to go into a museum or into a more um, established location to to enjoy and understand digital art? How do you see the, thre- the trend going? <sighs> Yeah.
1: How do I see the... Well, see, I'm thinking a lot about this because I look at my practice as a curator, my curatorial practice too. (laughs) um, And, uh, you know, as I reflect on sort of last year and the year before and where I started, I'm obviously now thinking about where... I mean, for me, at the moment, I'm exploring a lot of online projects, but then this... I'm now thinking beyond that because originally I was trying to kind of understand, I guess, the the digital being physical and how mm-hmm. does the physical uh, work in digital and this kind of blurring of um, uh, these kind of um, these worlds and this this um, these experiences and 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 so a lot of what I did was um you know events and workshops and um it was exploring that but then now um now also with this quarantine lifestyle (laughs) that we're going to be living in um Yeah, these kind of online projects are obviously um, really interesting to me, but also, what are the systems that we're going to be creating these? So, I think it's going to be new systems, new systems of distribution. Mm -hmm. Um, and also new systems of as as um in art institutes as well um physical and digital are going to be looking for uh, always focused on engagement what's the engagement that we get and um now they're going to have to really really rethink those um engagement um models because they're Uh, somewhere somewhere like the Tate or obviously everywhere's closed now I mean it's just yeah Um, Yeah. and so everyone's moving to their sort of online virtual spaces so I guess there's going to be some exploration around that but post that I reckon um, I guess it's uh, I'm really also fascinated about this kind of like interdisciplinary practices that aren't necessary or influences that aren't or world universes that aren't related to art necessarily and um I think it's going to be it's going to be kind of looking at these yeah more unconventional spaces um that is probably the future of a, of a museum or digital uh, exploration but who knows I don't know who knows
0: I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure does that
1: sort of Oh, yeah. yeah, I think
0: it's a good question, you you know, to, to keep asking, asking ourselves and how do we see the future being after what we're currently experiencing? Because my impression is that a lot of people are looking for, um, yes, ways of being engaged with art. So the reason need of looking at art and learning and, um, you know, being in that, space, whether it's a mental space, physical or digital, but within that connection with an artwork or with an artist that can inspire you um, or communicate with you. So it's about what do we find that connection to be? Do we find it within a physical space? Because we're so used to step into um, a building and think that as soon as we are inside the tape, for example, we would feel a certain um you know number of rules we will be having in different ways that how would we behave online where perhaps nobody is watching us and we are left by ourselves without devices and how would we interact with art so i think these are all very interesting questions that challenge the views of mm-hmm. the audience uh, but also for institutions and artists it will be interesting to see how how they can engage with with their audience out there online um, but yeah. how how are you planning to um, exhibit uh, for example during these times or are you planning any project or any work and how does that look like
1: um, well yeah I've actually got uh, a project that I'm launching next month and um, um, that is uh, with our bike Gallery and we're going to be, I mean, this is a project that, um, yeah, it's not, it's, it's funny because, you know, so we, I was working on this online project already and then now we're sort of in a time where we're sort of on doing online things um, more and more and it's kind of becoming more and more relevant to the narrative of this project. Um, <laughs> which is all about the art of uh, the art of no likes and we're kind of looking at the the systems of or the economy of likes that we um produce or i guess we yeah we produce and we we feed and what is the output of this this these indexes that we're creating um within the system of for example instagram Mm-hmm. Um, is one of the sort of main things that we're sort of looking at and um, um, main sort of um, economies of, of of likes and the the project will be um, a year-long project which will be which will be um will be, um, we'll have um, a, an actual physical um, exhibition at our bike gallery mm-hmm. in uh, next year and that will be Um, exhibiting the output of this experiment because the project is a very experimental project um, and we're looking at devising um, a system. Uh, We'll we'll have a a sort of a systematic tool that artists can use and and also methodology that will be uh, given or, or I guess shared um for, with artists to then respond uh in their own within 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 their practice but we're trying to um but we we'll also have a critical it needs to be what well, it, it does have a critical angle in terms of like the way that we're the overall look of the project is around systems of curating um and also i'm very I'm very um, personally attached to this idea of like this very organic um, connectivity or this organic system of curating. So a lot of... um, um, uh, a lot of what I'm sort of, I'm sorry, I'm, someone's just asking me a, a little sum up about the, so I'm currently, I'm currently talking about a project that I'll be launching next month called The Art of No Likes and it's with um, a gallery here in London called Arbeit. Um and it's uh, a new commissioned work um, it's, it's, there's a, it's, it's an amazing group of um, collaborators, which I can, will share at a later date, but um, we are looking at the economy of likes, firstly in um, Instagram, and, and basing an index around this initial, um, these systems, um, and, and looking at the systems of curating, and as I was just saying, that my personal story or narrative, uh, or connected to um, my... The most I go the way that I think there's a very human, um, organic element to. Uh, so, sorry, just, I'm trying to deal with these live comments at the same time, it's funny, uh, so, um. But and not get too distracted. Um, so we're looking at this year. It's a year-long project, and we'll have different iterations throughout the year. But the last iteration will be a physical um, output of our results of, of what we what, uh, of this experiment, which is essentially um, yes. It is also about the attention economy as well. I think I just demonstrated that with. with the fact that I got distracted with these comments um I while explaining the project so I think yeah so so that's something I'm working on um, and I'm also looking at how also in this time of uh, how I can bring in um the collaborators in uh, as well so it's something thing, especially now when people are really struggling i'm really trying to think about how can i widen this net of um this system and also um yeah try to help some people along the way um so yeah so that's something i'm really um excited on and will be yeah look out for that sort of next uh next month but i'm kind of just it's keeping me it's something that's keeping me a little bit grounded in all this chaos to be honest yeah i totally
0: understand um i was um i was going to ask you something around the economy because you just mentioned um i was interested to to understand how you see uh, for digital artists uh, an economy you know that can grow in an healthy way in an organic way in terms of how can artists creating digital art a get seen and perhaps get seen within uh, galleries museums or how can they use their Instagram account as a as a gallery space if you've got any tips to share or what is your um, experience in doing that and what's the economy around it how do you think some artists could um, you know avoid the most traditional art market rules and find their own ways to, to, to make sure that art practice it is sustainable. Oh god, I wish I had the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone watching this wants to ask questions as I, well, yeah, please do so. I, I think I,
1: someone was saying about the um, yeah attention um, as wealth and the sharing and donation of it. Which mm-hmm. yeah, ex- 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 exactly. Which is which is what we're I'm hoping to discover um, with the art of no lights because it's looking at. It's exactly looking at that. what actually defines these standardizations of popularity and and the popularity and wealth that sits around around that that popularity. I mean, I think, you know, also I'm really, you know, this whole kind of self-publishing on social media platforms is some sort of democratization is, is 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 giving some accessibility but it's also feeding another capitalist techno capitalist system so um, I mean is it something i was um i know like with sort of a lot of like with what Andy Warhol um, sort of um, believed in terms of you know I think he said something like um everybody everybody can have a coke everybody can have a coca cola you know and this kind of idea that he was really obsessed with that sort of um this i guess like i guess what the the consumerist capitalist culture that that feeds again this kind of like making you feel like you're you're part of something as well so it's like being able to it it kind of fuels this idea of like um maybe an illusion of community i don't know maybe that's the beauty of it like and then so this idea that you can have you can have access to these things um and um no so we don't have a um a web page for the project at the moment it's going to be launching next month so look back at uh, on our bike our by on screen and also um her visions as well but we're also looking on how do we um because we all we want to it's going to be interactive so there will be elements that um would like to you know open open this platform for for discussion and also I'm really you know open for further collaborations in terms of how artists will use this uh methodology of um the art of no lights to, to it's not it's, it's also about repurposing this as well so I think it's like repurposing the these yeah the, the tension um Wealth attention and this economies of lights and these systems, um, and creating other systems that can kind of live out these live outside of these systems. And so it's it's but it's a very experimental project. So I don't know what it's going to really look like, to be honest. Um, and I think that's also a real like passion of mine. Like I I think I'm always I'm always really like obsessed with how people what people can do run rather than what they have done and that's why like a time like this as well it's just like what is gonna happen we just don't know um but i think going back for like, the tips for people um to try and sustain some sort of um i guess sanity as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yes that's definitely know. needed <laughs>
1: I think it's really needed because uh, and, uh, cause I'm a maker so I understand like the desire and the need to make and especially in times like this mm-hmm. where it's really you know sort of how you think about things how you want to like produce something um, is actually all you have sometimes and and I know like so i'm yeah i'm just trying to stay positive, but I think I think people should be um, i think I think people can self publish them and, and and think of ways to use um, the the tools that they have or the, the, what they have access to and a lot of it is going to be social media right now um, and thinking creatively around those formats that are there that are available um and sharing uh, as well um but also looking at maybe other places because i i think looking at sort of the darker sides of the web might be um there might be some inspiration there i mean I'm a, i am a bit of a rebel i'm a bit of a format rebel um in terms of yeah i don't really like adhering to uh to <laughs> to things so so i would so yeah i' it's a difficult i really wish I had the answer mm-hmm. but I, I think it's it's more about try things out and keep exploring
0: yeah that's definitely that's definitely something that we should all do you know keep looking out for ways of Exhibiting art, especially nowadays, that we're all confined within our apartments, houses, and um, and exploring that, you know, exploring the medium, uh, the online, and uh, and challenge it as well. Um, we've got a few questions and comments yeah, do you want to coming recap? through. Yeah, um, it is interesting to explore the attention as well, uh, to invest in others more than for one own good. Um, and it is happening with influencers supporting donations campaigns here in Italy. And that's Domenico uh, from Italy uh, who was also here on, on live a few days back. Um, and then we've got experimental energy equals BDE vibes. <laughs> um, yes, I think you know my <laughs> understanding is that there's been a few comments actually going around these days on you know, what would people or should people do on supporting artists? So I've seen several messages going around where artists are uh, mentioning commenting or resharing art and tagging other people and that's definitely something that can bring more awareness towards um, you know this category of people creatives that during these times are quite restricted by the fact that um, you know we're limited uh, because we cannot go out so how do we still keep in touch and keep um, the momentum going and keep the art sustainable so I think these questions are very relevant especially nowadays but I personally don't have an answer what I would like to do is try and give the space and the opportunity to artists to um, still be in contact with each other um, but I think it will be a challenge for everyone and for museums as well uh, galleries and everyone on how we exhibit how do we engage with people? How do we make artists collaborating with each other? How do we work on, um, you know, artist residencies? So I was I was curious to know if you've um, thought about with their visions how to, to bring artists within your project or how would you think about engaging with artists more online in, through an online collaborations? And then we've got a few questions as well coming through. Uh, well, I mean, there's already, I guess, um, uh, um, institutes and
1: um, collaborators that I've I've already had past relationships with that are now probably uh, and already are in contact about potential um, more online projects. So these are conversations that I'm having now, and I will be obviously trying to see... Um, how to help the people that are, are around me and how to so this is definitely because as i said this kind of distribution of of um or new engagement that um people like i think people uh, galleries and um and digital spaces uh online um um, and we'll be thinking of now and like Mm -hmm. i think this is a good time for to people to to reach out to to their own to to contacts but also i'm also thinking about how uh yeah how i can help um doing this as well so that's I think go to the people that have obviously you've got you've had some sort of relationship with already and um explore those um, ex- extending uh, projects that you've already worked on um in response to what's happening now I think is really relevant to keep you know to 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 make it timely um, as artists as well um because this is you know it's obviously um it's going to be a very difficult time for everyone, um, myself included, um, and uh, yeah. So I would say, I would say, um, I think try to make the connections or, or reconnect with people that you know you've had working relationships with. I do, it's, it's, and then also, I guess, um, yeah, just keep it. Ex- I think, yeah, just keep exploring. I don't, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one.
0: We have a comment and a, and a question. So this time feels so exciting and fresh, but also time limited in a way, thinking about how we can keep this vibe alive, vibe alive post COVID-19. And the question is, do you think this net art revival is shallow? Uh, do you think we'll lose momentum when the quarantine will be over? Um, I don't, yeah yeah
1: um thanks for the question no I don't think so because the thing is I think it's funny because I've been thinking in this language this digital language for a long time and it's almost like this virus has accelerated this um repositioning of understanding what digital is and what it can what it means for people on a day to day. And um, you know, like right now we're connecting and virtually and we're having these these discussions that are more so much more important or also I guess more understood is probably the right word, um, then they would have been before because of this actual barrier that we're now, or these bubbles that we're going to be quarantined lifestyle that we're living. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like, you know, I don't think, I don't think the revival is shallow because it, it's just more of acknowledgement. Um, and I do think that it would definitely, it's basically what it's, what this is doing is, is actually, um, Given um, real sort of um, i guess acknowledge, well, acknowledgement and, and power to what the, you know the art disciplines that i'm I love, which is you know digital and net net art and everything around this, these kind of these um, processes of, of, of and intersections of art technology, and culture like this is what i'm mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by, it. and I, I know, I know. It's, you know, um, so I feel like it's it's making people understand it more, to be honest. And I don't think. Um, whereas before, I mean, I know this sounds really funny, but I remember like the first um, Her Visions event that I did, and I and people were just like, "Who is this brown girl talking about gifts?" And like, it's just. I mean, this happens like this actually, you know, I think people were just like, what's going on? It's like, you know, and I was just like, but this is like the future of of art and how we're kind of um, experiencing art. And also this whole idea of attention, you know, um, the attention economy and the art of no likes. you know, what 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 are these you know, what does this sort of um, where is this taking us? But I think it's more it's this recognition. Um, For the artists that have already been and the curators and their networks and that have already been working in this. So um, I hope that answered your question, um,
0: uh, Wade. I think personally what I've been, um, you know, thinking these days is that I've been in many panels and conversations with artists and people you know that are within the art world but also people that are not um that you know there was always a struggle and i think there've been questions going around for years now that technologies have been in communication with with art um that uh, uh, keep coming back kept coming back in in conversations whether now that we are isolated in a way we all have to be online Uh, to keep communicating with each other and so I think after this period of time of isolation I think it will be so much easier to appreciate digital art and to understand that this is a form of art and not question it anymore Um, so it will be clearer I hope for everyone that what artists are creating within the digital space it is actually to be considered art and therefore will have an increased value, and we will, in a way, become easier for artists. I hope to be rewarded for what they do. Um, and so that also mm-hmm. artists are, you know, trustworthy for the creation they do around digital works yeah. um, there's not enough value on
1: um the, like on digital art and and i know that no the reason which is what we're trying i guess
0: to bring you know with the curatorial because it's also yeah. been a problem that um for for many years digital art has been around but it's not really being curated in a way There was a lot of noise, um, but that's why I suppose the art world never really acknowledged it as art. It's only yeah. like recent, in recent times that we've seen digital art within museums, because if you think about it, you know, from the late 60s, we've been having artists experimenting with technologies, with the first computers and you had the first um, uh, visual representations that are now in museums and mm-hmm. like we know the V&A's got one of the largest collection of, of those works but it is only now that we're looking at it and I think we're fully appreciating uh, the research behind it whether I think years ago uh, those artists might have felt very lonely which I think is something that we're trying to, to support each other here by keeping connected and keep talking about this subject
1: uh yeah i mean i i think yeah it's it's again it's just accelerated um this um yeah this sort of respect for actually you know looking at that this body is a body of work you know and i guess I, i was trying to like it also because i'm coming from a femme angle um i'm as a feminist, it's like, I'm, I was trying to understand what's, how much, um, how much documentation is there really of women making digital art? You know, I think I put on it, there's not a lot really. There no, really yeah, isn't. True. And it's been, you know, again, this is my, um, you know, my sort of, um, part of my investigation and my research um, is to try to again sort of um, collate and um, understand the value of this, and actually, and, and yeah, it does. It does need value because also I from video as well because my background comes from video video was never understood really um as in terms of the way that photography was for example um very true yes i agree um, and and photography still is um i think more highly valued um in in sort of um creative industries
0: and so it's And, and why do you think so why do you think photography in a way you know in your experience why do you think photography um, it's valued more or more appreciated than video art. It's
1: because it's it's, it's a more it's a tangible um, format that is understood. You know, you can have it. It's printed. You know, it's a product. You, you know, it's like in a magazine or a book. That's a thing, and people <clears throat> like things. You know, people like it's people like owning things you can't own a video necessarily you can't own digital art in a sense but this is what we're trying to Mm -hmm. understand how can we do that and so do you think this is
0: this is more like a perception that people could eventually change their mindset or adapt
1: yes definitely Mm -hmm. i mean this is the thing i think we're you know we're we're all trying to understand how to um a value system around digital um and so that people can get digital artists can get paid and um, we can all we can live and we can you know buy food and stuff and be um have electricity and and um I think, yeah, I I think it just hasn't been around for long enough, but I think it's um, the, with the acceleration of technology uh, and technologies developments, um, it's, you know, there's so many new formats and, and there's, there's much more to curate, I guess. Or, or, program, or, or kind of collate, organize, um, understand um, than there ever was before. So, that's why I think now it really is um, a, a time to help to try and change people's mindsets around the value of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We've got a question here. Um, do you think the role of the traditional curator in this mid and perhaps post pandemic landscape? I guess it's like, how do you think the role of the traditional curator during this time of, um, you know, self-isolation and, and after those times in light of relying more on the digital well, well, the I changes, think. yes. So how do you see the role of the curator changing? The typical, the typical, you know? well, everyone's going to be curating digital, aren't they? No. <laughs> well, I hope there will be more Probably. artists I mean, creating so and less people curating. I do Sorry, want to see what, more art. Sorry? I do want to see more art. So I do hope there will be more artists than curators. Otherwise, you know, it will be unbalanced. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, I would just hope, I think there's going to be some, um, yeah, there's going to be a reaction for, uh, I think, traditional, I mean, what, I guess, what is a traditional curator as well? But I mean, um, Mm -hmm. but if it's someone that's working in physical spaces or physical galleries, if that's what you mean by traditional, then I would say that, um, it's going to be of course they're going to want to still do it do their job or their you know <laughs> what they love doing so they're going to be looking at um, ways to adapt and adopt what they do into to new new spaces and I think I mean that's a very um and that'll be a very interesting commentary on today's times and and mm-hmm. the moment that we're living in so i feel like actually that's kind of um that's another again that that's a, a thing that we, we i'm interested to um understand mm-hmm. uh, uh, the outcomes of that and the post as you said like and um, post uh, beyond uh quarantined lifestyle and who knows when we get back to that
0: really at the moment mm. and if we will be back to normal to the normal we all are familiar with um i think we'll all be changed after this in some way or another um, well, I think, yeah sorry yeah yeah and i you know just to share a brief experience of mine is that most curators you know they are trained in a way to do research so whenever you are bringing you know your expertise or you your curatorial around an exhibition or an artwork you will do a research and then you will make it um, accessible for people to read that work but also leave room for the viewers, the audience to bring any thoughts or any feelings or any sort of connection they have with the artist or with the work so this is kind of the way normally curators would approach a curatorial project. From from my experience, what I think is that they will need to, as you said, adapt and also find new ways of understanding and curating digital, uh, because it's something that there is little um, historical background. Because we are kind of living in the history of the digital, so we are. Building those stories, we are creating them as we leave them, so we will be more like documenting, I suppose, what is currently happening and making it, um, yes, accessible for you know people that may be, um be older and also familiar with uh, technologies or also for students that want to learn more. Like yesterday, we had a chat with arta who's an artist from Turkey, and he was saying that uh, what he finds really uh, you know, rewarding is going into schools and teaching students uh, how to create art through technology, because then they will have an option to become artists, but also to use those technologies in life, in anything they want to do, and so be empowered by the fact that technology is not something that is not accessible. is actually something that we can relate with and we can embrace rather than feel scared. So I think it's kind of the same process that needs to happen with more traditional curatorial, um, and I think yeah. post pandemic it, it will definitely increase more. Like mm-hmm. this, it will become a skill and it will become a requirement for you to document what's currently happening and to embrace the digital even more within your curatorial projects. And that's that's you know what well, I've been witnessing. Yeah,
1: I I mean, definitely. I mean, I'm also, you know, thinking about um, sort of the, the, you know, the new language that we're going to be talking in. Like, code is the new new language. And, like, (laughs) we need to be thinking about, I think, uh, I mean, I guess, like, what are the future professions and what are the future... um, around that kind of, that (laughs) new language. Um, And, you know, there's obviously things that I'm touching on a little bit with them, this art of no lights, but then also um, I'm looking at where that's taking us next year and then maybe beyond. Um, So I feel, yeah, it is about, um, yeah, adapting, but also, and also understanding that sort of trans transfer of relation mm-hmm. um, yeah I think... and
0: and will the project be informed of these um present times you know about what we're living nowadays? Will your project you know be informed of these experiences we're all living um yes definitely i mean we're we're
1: really i mean we didn't obviously um when we started the project didn't know this is going to happen so now we're kind of looking at oh i mean it will undoubtedly because it's all it's it's connecting the narratives of the people making that the collaborators um and their um I guess uh, processes of making into the the narrative of the, of the project and the story so I'll, uh, uh, it will um no doubt um in, impact on the on the project um and yeah and 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 sort of time stamp
0: this this moment as well um digitally mm-hmm. i guess yeah, yeah. we have a, we have a comment and then I guess we're gonna wrap up um mm-hmm. uh, which is um i think it's really interesting time for prototyping and testing especially in XR and yes i i totally agree on that what what do you think Oh, oh no! Yeah,
1: no doubt. I mean, it is of course. It's very interesting because now people. I mean, you have to think like Isaac, Isaac Newton discovered gravity in, uh, in during the plague. So let's think about what we can come up with right now.
0: Yeah, I'm super <laughs> I mean, I excited t- about discovering the internet and finding ways of, you know, experimenting. So I'm I'm so much looking forward for artists to to bring their creativity and, yeah. and create something that is more experimental and daring and bold and exciting for the audience. Yeah. And about also just, um, you know,
1: I mean, internationally on a more of a serious note, like there are, I mean, I know that there are lots of, yeah, um, wealth distribution someone an artist to follow is um Sibeli um <laughs> avatar performer and
0: um I would who's say... gonna be also on these lives um we're planning oh. to have a chat tomorrow oh so... awesome
1: yeah or in the next few
0: days so, so yeah uh, watch this space
1: <laughs> they, they're very, they're very pro- um proactive within the community and uh-huh. has been a real. A beacon of of hope in terms of um, community, and I think also this idea of um, we there is a cult of I, which is I think this is um, something that I was speaking to Rachel um, Faulkner about, who I'm working with on this the the Art of No Lights project, and how she described that as the cult of I, and I think this you know which is you know. Again in for, like it's uh, fueled by this system that we 're working in within Instagram and social media, and mm-hmm. I think like we're trying to understand like how could the, how can you um recalibrate that to be more of a, a shared narrative um and and I think that shared narrative um yeah is going to be a, a very interesting um time over the next okay. year.
0: I just want to launch something out there for people watching. And if you guys have um, thoughts about what we've discussed, please share the comments with us because I think keeping the conversation ongoing, it's very relevant, uh, especially nowadays. So if there are projects that we can get involved together and experiment or even ideas you'd like to share, for others to 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 develop, I think it will be really great to see communities collaborating, especially during these times.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's also one project that um, and this uh, artist uh, Danielle Braithwaite Shirley, um, and their Instagram handle is Lady Dang. To, um is just going to be starting um, a TV as a as a Black Trans TV channel,
0: um,
1: <laughs> which they will stream every week, and they want to present thoughts and works and messages in this time, um, but also putting people's PayPal into the into the link so. So they're looking for work that is pre-made that they'll that they can put up, um, or they can Skype session. Uh, the artist can Skype session uh, with you, um, and it's also I think they'll be doing some sort of short short story and radio play, um, and that's so right uh, text is also welcome for
0: this um, submission for for this project. So. Can, can you type it in the comment here so that people can go and find out more about it? Yeah, so I would say it's go to Lady...
1: Ah, sorry, I know I didn't have this um, prepared, but I was just... Um... Um, lady Dang. So, yeah, so that's an interesting project. I know that there's this... Um, also, this this weekend, there's a whole thing on Twitch... Um, which is the interactive um, website platform uh, streaming, so that there's going to be lots of artists participating in this kind of art fest uh, Mm -hmm. this weekend. I don't think there's um, elements there. I don't think there's a a part where you can actually uh, contribute or donate, but I think uh, it would be great for, obviously, inspiration for people, um to perhaps check that out and mm-hmm. um and then also so that's yeah, so that's happening this weekend on, on Twitch. So I think it's a very I mean That's it's really a, good, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they've, they've got let me um I don't know if I can find the link of it, but but I can probably
0: you can maybe add it on a comment on the on the Instagram post so yeah, can go do, find yeah. It there
1: I can put some of those suggestions of yeah. like, well, like, we can do
0: a post together and and link a few um you know platforms and places and people that are currently contributing to to supporting other artists yeah there's there's um yeah and then I'm, I'm sure you'll get um
1: lots of ideas and thoughts from Sibeli um, tomorrow as well.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're great. They're great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been such a wonderful journey speaking to you and I feel like I've learned so much and I hope everyone watching has enjoyed the talk as much as I did. Um, Thank you so so much and and, uh, good luck with your project and please stay safe and anytime you want to have a chat, we're here, so I'll be more than happy to connect with you yeah no thank you thank you for for yes tuning in everybody and
1: thank you for the invitation uh serena and um i look forward to talking more and i hope everyone's staying positive in this um, mad time because i know it's just it's challenging
0: um, but thank you all for you know bringing us together in this virtual space and if you would like to have a chat with us as well um, I'll be calling people and sharing art stories and and art, uh, digital art and technology. Um, I'll try and do this every day at six pm uh, London time. So please do get in touch. Uh, I it'll be it'll be great to talk. It's all we have right now. Yes. <laughs> at
1: the moment, I just feel like um, everything is being posed. So you know, we have to
0: adapt and
1: switch online. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I also, it's like, you know, I might, I'm also only really thinking day to day. I don't know what's going to happen in the oh, next, yeah. like, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stay focused on this project that I have, but you know, there's also, there's lots of moving plates right now. So, mm-hmm. um, day to day and being practical and staying focused on small, I think the smaller scale things of what's happening around
0: you is really important. Yeah.
1: Um, I've started uh, to
0: appreciate, like, my my daily routine so much. Exactly.
1: It's this, you know, but just this little bit of structure and normality that you need to retain um, in this, like, mad time. Like, because if you start thinking about... I, yeah, you're just—it's just, it's just gonna, you're going to go into some sort of wormhole of anxiety. So I think, yeah, like you said, the day-to-day routine is just like—I'm having like two tea bags of turmeric. <laughs> I'm having my cup of coffee. To <laughs> control my inflammation. In my um,
0: so, Same.
1: So there you go. You know, um, I'm like, but as long as I can like have these small little pleasures, then you know it's um, then I think this is yeah. what how we how we get through these um, crazy times. But um, yeah, it's
0: been so great. Thank you. And Yeah, I hope thanks. Chat soon.
1: Okay. Yes, yeah,
0: so we'll definitely stay in touch. You yeah. take care. Speak Take care. Soon. Thank thanks. you everyone. Thanks for, thanks for thanks for tuning in everybody. Yeah, Lovely. and thank you for your questions guys has been